Welcome back to another episode of NFT Catcher Podcast. We'd like to remind everybody that nothing on the show is meant as financial advice, and to please do your own research. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Now the subject is NFT. They're known as non-fungible tokens, or NFT. NFTs are floating in popularity. This is a technology that will forever change the way people interact. So it is happening whether you understand it and like it or not. This phenomenon is moving the digital You have now joined Jenny from the blockchain and Michael Keane on the NFT Catcher Podcast. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the NFT Catcher Podcast with me, Jenny from the Blockchain, and my co-host, Michael Keen. For today's interview, this is long overdue, folks. We have been wanting to get her on the pod for a while. She is a freaking Web3 content-creating star. She puts out so much content every single day on all the platforms possible. We have Girl in the Verse. What is up? Welcome to the show. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Michael. I'm so happy to be here. It has been it has been a long time. I'm happy to be here. Finally. Yes, yes. We're finally making this happen. We've met in person in in at the Doodles event in Miami. The Doodles Putt, yeah. Doodle Putt, yes. Um, and that was my first time, first and only time meeting you. Right? I know. And like for five seconds. And you yeah, still managed to get a video of me. And I was like, wow, <laughs> she's she's on it. For the vlog. She was so quick. Yeah, she's so quick. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that was so nice to finally meet in person. And, you know, we get that a lot, right? When we go to these IRL events, people are so used to seeing us online and they finally get to see us in person. So it's so nice to like connect in real life, which, uh, you know, sometimes I like, you know, show my friends like these are my real like online friends are real people. <laughs> They're <laughs> real people, guys. <laughs> They're not imaginary, I swear. Yes. But so happy to be here, of course. I'm a, I, I like, when I first entered the space, I was like, Jenny from the blockchain. That is such a badass name. I love that name so much. I wanted to tell you right here. I love Aww. that name so much. I wish my name was Jenny. I was like, I wish I was Jenny yeah. from the blockchain. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? Yes, you're right. It is a blessing to have Jennifer as a name and to be able to secure that ENS early. Um, I, I do feel blessed for that. Yeah. And I even have a theme song. So shout out to It's Just Los. He made me a rap back I in love- the day. So yeah, good times. Yeah, I love it. But okay, so we, we always like to start it off by getting to know our guests a bit and how you got into Web3. Because I know that you've been a news reporter for the past 10 years. Yeah. Which is insane. Um, <laughs> yeah. And now you do like crypto, NFT news, you know, yeah. making, making a bunch of videos and stuff. So yeah, we'd love to hear how you got into the NFT space. Yeah, I feel like... I love sharing my story because I feel like it is my core, like it's my core value. Like everything I do now is because of the girl who entered the space. So I entered this space because my partner and his friends were talking about crypto. And at the time they thought it would be a genius idea to build an NFT project. And they were like, you should do the social media because this is what you do, right? Like you do content online and it would be so great. And I remember like they all had like those big eyes and like they were so excited to like build out this NFT project. And I was like, I have no clue what this is. I don't think I'm fit for this job. And therefore I declined this offer. I do not want to do social media for an NFT project. I have no clue uh, what this is, right? I don't know how to sell it. I don't know how to, you know, market it online. I have no clue. So, you know, I kind of like dampered their dream. I feel like I just kind of like, I'm not, I'm not feeling it guys. Like, no, sorry. Um, but I did come home and then I was like, why are all these men 
talking about NFTs, like what is this? And so I dived and like, they were all on discord, but I quickly, you know, doing my research because of like this reporter, you know, background that I have, um, I quickly realized that the NFT space was actually on Twitter, not so much discord. It's how we communicate is through discord, but we're all on Twitter. So that's the social platform. So I started diving in and then I just dived into all those Twitter spaces. And then I was like, just constantly for weeks after weeks, just like, who is this person? Okay. And what is this? Okay. And this person selling this NFT and like this one is doing this. And so I just dived into like this whole world of Twitter um, and the NFT space. So I kind of like from crypto went straight into NFTs and just really like fell in love, like understood, but I, I will say, I think more, you know, fell in love with the community, fell in love with like everyone online was super nice, but I had no clue. And like, I also didn't care. Like that's, that's my story is like, I just didn't care for this until I dived into it and then went into this rabbit hole. And then they never, they never ended up doing that NFT project, which now is like, thank I God. I was going to ask, what is the project? Yeah. Name? I thought you were going to say it's, I thought it was going to be Yuga Labs and you're like, nah, no, I'll pass. No way. It was not Yuga Labs. They never ended up going through this project, which today is like, it's the funniest, like full circle story, which is like, Melina didn't want this. And now she's literally building a business in this. Like uh-huh. what happened, you know, which is like the running gag now, every time we we hang out. No, they never, they never went through the whole NFT thing, but I just dived in and then just started buying my first like women, female, led like, I mean, when I entered the space it was over like a year and a half ago. So board apes were already like super, like that was done. Doodles was done. Like a lot of the bigger projects were done. I can't remember like what was coming out, but yeah. So when was it, when was it exactly that you hopped in? I feel like, so not last year, but the November of 2021. Yeah. Does that make sense? That that makes perfect sense. That's when the first NFT NYC was, I believe. Right. Yeah. I didn't go. Missed that. Right. That was, that was like the OG NYC. Yeah. That was the time. I mean, those, you know, still a great time in the space. And then the pinnacle was really the beginning of that next year. That's when it like the be January, 2022, everything popped. Yeah. So I was like diving into November. Right. And it was like, you know, the holidays and then January just went nuts. Yeah. So just dived in the space. Wasn't really sure like what I would be doing here, but the first thing that clicked in my head when it came to NFTs was ownership and digital ownership and then everything that had to do with like content creation like i could own my stuff now because i've been building content for so many years and that was one thing that you know bothered me about media organizations was that we're like feeding a beast i call it the beast because once you open up an instagram handle you just have to put in content in order to to see something happen right just like twitter like you like it's hard for someone to just open up an account and just like let it die like everyone just like builds up an account like tiktok right like everyone starts tiktok and everyone's looking for numbers right like so we're playing a game with these animals that are like our social media platforms. But yeah, just like dived into the world of NFTs, di- digital ownership. I didn't really like care so much about crypto, which is like the interesting part. Like my partner was started into crypto. Then like I just got into NFTs. Like I can't even say that he's super into NFTs, but I'm into NFTs now. So it's it's interesting. And then I'm also into like the metaverse and like wearing the Oculus and like all these different elements that make web three, what web three is, but it's so hard to, to really explain to people like, like, you know, like my girlfriend's like, I don't get it. And I'm like, I know it's just hard to, (laughs) it's like, where do we start? Right. But I put in the homework, right. I was there. 
I listened a lot. I didn't start talking, I think, until like Lori Grace one day was like, hey, like, want to come on the show? And I said, yeah, I'd love to come talk. Um, and then she was like, you need you need to talk more. And I was like, well, I don't know this stuff. Like, I don't know what to say. So then, yeah, I started talking. And then I, I honestly, I still don't remember, Jenny, when my first crypto news update, like when it was. Maybe it was like June. I can't really like pin it. I'd probably have to really go look in like in my files. But just like one day, that was like one thing that was clear to me was you can't really decipher what's true and what's not in the space. Just like what's a really good NFT project? How do you really know? Right. And so just like one day I woke up and I was like, I'm just going to do like a crypto news, but like how I feel like I'm reading the news. Like this is happening. Oh, wait, that's happening. And the next day this is happening, right? And like, what? And so did that. And then the response was great and has been, you know, great since. And I I, I just think it's because I, I came from the world of not caring. So I just, I picture that person every day, like the person who doesn't care about what we're about to talk about on this podcast, what's their reaction like every single day. So yeah, it's, it's been a fun, wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember coming across your content. So I looked at our DM history. And first of all, I love reaching out to content creators that I feel like are up and coming and they're like about to like explode. So I always reach out to them and I will just like say something. And so I reached out to you in September 2022. And I was like, hey, like, you know, I love your weekly update crypto update videos that you make. And, you know, I, I've, I was making some at the time and I was like, we should collab, which we didn't end up collabing. And then I kind of retired that and then whatever, but that that's why full circle. Now we're finally doing this podcast together. Yeah. But, but yeah, like send me yeah. that Jenny. I was like, I told my boyfriend, I was like, Jenny from the blockchain uh, is writing to me. I'm like, what? I literally fangirl. I was, I was freaking out, but yes, go on. I was like, that's I was funny. freaking out. <laughs> yeah, I know your videos because, you know, I mean, first of all, there's not that many video content creators on Twitter, but when you do see them, it's like, you know, you'll just be like, okay, do I think they're good? Do I think they're bad? And yours were like, you did such a great job doing like short form content and like short little bits and you would be freaking wearing different outfits and like every skin. I'm like, how did you put that much time into it? Like, you know, you can so just much tell you put a lot of effort. Yeah. And um, you remind me of, you know, who you reminded me of actually was, I don't know if you know, I hope I'm saying her name right. Crypto girl. No. What yes. Is it? Crypto. A lot of people have told. Yes. What is yeah. her name? What is it? Girl gone crypto. Is Girl gone crypto. Yes. That's yes. who you remind me of. Cause she, yes. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, she, she, she does, does like, like yeah, she's, she's on a, like, she's on a, like, so it's so funny because then people are like, oh my God, like Wendy, oh, like you should do videos like Wendy, oh, I'm like, guys, like I am not a finance person. I'm not a finance coach. Never going to tell you what to buy. Never going to tell you what to invest in. And like, which is, it's funny because a lot of these girls will, will branch off. Like, I feel like I'm still NFT heavy, you know, like my, my thing is much more about the community and, you know, I add in the crypto news because it's it's super important. It's we all like we're all living through the crypto world in, in reality. But for me, it's the NFT space has its own characters, its own people, its own personas. And I think at the end of the day, it's it's how also the NFT community is reacting to the news. Like everyone was so mad when Kevin Rose canceled that proof of it. Like I had to put it in, like I had to show like the deception, you know, like, yeah, you, yeah. It's just like, for me, it's, it's fat and people fascinate me. You know, it's, I think it's why I did journalism for 10 years. People are fascinating. So I, you know, 
I'm embodying them, but definitely not an actress. Uh, definitely not a comedian. Like people like, Hey, you're going to do some skits online, like on the stage. I'm like, mm. no, <laughs> no. Hey, you've done some good skits though. Like, you, you, yeah, yeah, I know you do, some, you do some good video skits. So is this what you do? Cause do you do web three stuff like full time? I know you like create content. I don't know if it's like your full time. It is thing. like, it's so interesting. Like what is considered full time? Because I do, yeah. like I still have an in real life job. So I am a okay. video producer. So I've retired from being on TV to now producing, but I feel like I'm still heavily full time into Web3. It's almost like, you know, you leave your nine to five for a nine to, you know, you don't know when you end your day. And a I nine to nine, right. You leave your nine to five for a nine to nine. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And like in crypto, it's just, I feel like it's part of my life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like I've joked about it with my girlfriends. I don't know about you, Jenny, but with my girlfriends, I've joked about it. I'm like, if we keep talking about the housewives of Beverly Hills, I'm going to need to leave because I need to go talk about something else. Like I need to go see like who tweeted what on Twitter, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm living in it. I feel like at this point, aren't we all, I feel like we're all living in it now. Yeah, I, I've definitely, I don't really have that many friends that I like most of my friends are in web three now. And I kind of like, I'll just if I'm like, really, really into something, I'll just like stop doing everything that's not related to whatever it is that I'm super interested in. And yeah, sometimes my other friendships fall at the wayside, but but I'll like check in here and there and like, you know, they'll be like, what? what are you doing? Okay, whatever. Like, you know, but, um, but yeah, I, yeah, I feel you. It's like trying to explain Web3 stuff and talk to talk about NFT stuff to non-NFT people. It's like, mm, it's not really that exciting yeah. because they don't really care that much. And, you know, it's just like whatever. But also but- it's like, right, Michael, like um, I also think like the space just doesn't sleep. Like when we say it doesn't sleep, it really does not sleep because by the time you wake up, so much has happened. Right. right yeah, it's like- Totally. Totally. There's stuff going on all over the world. Like there's other people interacting in the markets all night long. And then we, yeah, we get into it. It's pretty wild. That that was, that was a really, that was, by the way, that was a very professional way to bring me back into the uh, conversation here. Jenny, I know. I'll take We're fan yeah. No, you, you guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. I love this. No, but I will say uh, that's 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 the interesting part. Like when I was in, so we had taken a vacation in Greece and I was really committed to keep doing the crypto news. And that was one thing I noticed was, oh, like we had the news early. So by the time like Eastern or like Americans would start talking about the news, like I already had done up. my recording. Yeah. yeah. And I still, I still don't know if that was a bent, like a plus. I was like, because we were early, but the information developed, you know, with the Americans, like it's weird to say, but like with the Eastern time zone, you know, like it was like, like a weird, like you're early, but not really. And then what I also realized is that I was still too far from the actual action, mm. like, like weird, but I always mm. think about time zones. I'm like, cause we say we're like 24 seven, but there's still obviously a cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Let me flip back real quick to, Let's to go. the content you create because your yours actually comes up on my TikTok. So I love it. I flow through TikTok. <laughs> you go. come up and like, oh but like the way you do it, it, it makes a lot of sense. You said you're a video producer because like I was going to say your production value is very high. The cadence at which you run your video, at which you run your videos, like bam, 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 bam. <laughs> like it's really good. And Jenny pointed you out a long time ago to us. And and I don't know if I then went and searched here, if you just started coming up, but 
really big fan. Like I love your Thank updates. You so much. <laughs> I think that they're just like, and you, the way you say you try to provide it from kind of an everyday person's perspective, like it all works really, really well. You throw jokes in there. <laughs> you're kind of a little coy about some things. Like it's really good. I suggest anybody go over to TikTok, girl in the verse, scroll through for a little bit. Give some likes. Thank you so much. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's it's. It, I really love what I do. Like that's one thing. Like you know, I studied journalism. I left for me. It was like leaving like a breakup, like massive breakup. Like I felt like I lost my identity for a while. Right? It was like I was on TV. You know, people knew me at six o'clock news here in Canada, and then I just decided to leave. Went to, to begin with. You know, to have that opportunity to be on six o'clock news is already like massive, like accomplishment. Mm -hmm. um, and then to decide to leave. But at the end of the day, like I just I love doing it. Right. And I think quickly, like after I left, even being a video producer and even choosing to be like more behind the scenes when I entered crypto and I was like, no one's showing their face. Everyone's hiding behind pictures that maybe don't look like them. I realized quickly that I needed to get back in front of a camera, <laughs> like show up and show people like we're human and we're here. And, you know, I kind of preached that uh, like along the way. So like while I was doing news at one point on Instagram, especially like throughout the pandemic, I was helping specifically women how to get comfortable in front of a camera, like how to, you know, get comfortable, how to sell your product online using video, right? And that was the number one thing. The number one thing was confidence. That I remember one thing was, you know, I'm scared about what I'm going to say. I'm scared about what I look like, right? And I feel like I we hear that in, in, in our community, in this crypto community, a lot of people don't want to be docs, which is super fine. But you know, like I remember at the very beginning, and I know we're going to get into all, all the new stuff, but when one of the, like the strike is like the thing that was striking me the most was like, my partner was all into board apes. He's like, I want a board ape. Like it's my goal. And I was like, board ape, like who owns board? Ape? Like who's the person behind Yuga labs? And like, no one could tell us. They're like, they're super, the, no one knows this was the time and nobody knew. And I was like, it doesn't make sense. Eventually they're going to have to show their face. Cause you can't run a business with no one knowing like who's behind the brand. It just doesn't work. It hasn't worked in 10 years. It's how multi, like a lot of people on Instagram and TikTok, that's how they make the bread and butter is showing up, right? A lot of the brands we love today, we see a lot of people using them, sporting them. It's always related to people consuming the stuff that we love, right? And that one day, I can't remember which podcast Gordon and Garga went on. And I was like, someone told them, someone told them they had to show their face. Yeah, But that was very quick. To, for me. And then last week I heard you guys saying, oh my God, nobody's showing their PFPs anymore. They're showing their faces. And it's kind of like the reverse again, right? Like Jenny, we all know your doodle. Yeah. And yeah, no, we were saying for, we were saying for VCon, if you looked on, on the speaker lineup, everyone was choosing their face. And I mean, I get it because it's like, oh, now I know, you know, okay, this person is this is their name and I can recognize them when I see them and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It, it, it kind of made me a little sad. I was like, Oh no, are we shying away from the NFT PFPs? Um, yeah. which is we'll see what happens. We'll yeah. see what happens. But I think at the end of the, of the day, it's important to show our faces. I mean, especially if like, for me, the IRL events are just everything, right? Like meeting all these people, seeing the everyone. Best. So I think eventually we will, but it, it's been interesting to see how we've gone from showing our faces to PFPs to perhaps now showing our faces again. But 
I can't stress the importance of it. And I think that's why too, like a lot of the other content I do now is really like encouraging people to show up because like the number one question I get all the time is how do you do it? And like, how do you stay consistent in doing it? And I think in in my case, I've just made it a reality, you know, like I've just like turn on the mic, talk as if I'm talking to one person, right? All those like things you learn in school. Obviously, I mean, I've done it in front of like millions of people, but it's just different now. And I feel like it's weird, but on social media, it's it's even more intimate because like when you see like journalists on TV, you're not thinking about like, well, what is she wearing in the background? What's her makeup? Like, who's her hair from? You know, like you're not Mm. thinking about that, but like on social, you are right? Like all the I little am. comments I get, like, I saw your little top. <laughs> I saw your little yuga, you know, like oh, yeah. this is everything. I even had people comment my nails. Like, oh my God, you redid your nails. People, <laughs> like, like people see that stuff. It's so much more intimate. I feel like on social than on TV. Oh. That's true. Yeah. Sometimes it takes me longer to get ready for a video than actually filming the video. Cause I'm like, oh no, a tiny hair is out of place. Like I really need to make sure that I look like good. And it's like, yeah, this obsession with like knowing that people are literally they're seeing you, they're watching your stuff. So it's like you're yeah, you're trying to look your best and et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But OK, so we need to jump into the topics. Let's go. Michael, what the heck happened this week? <laughs> oh my well, God. There's so much. What happened this week? The, the biggest story that affected the space, I guess, is the uh, Silicon Valley Bank basically collapsing. This kind of happened on Friday. And sent shockwaves, you know, through the banking system, the NFC system, the crypto. ETH went from 1550 down to the high 1300s, like almost instantly. We did learn today that everybody should be able to get their money out tomorrow morning. Yeah. So that that's a bonus, thankfully, because people were saying it was going to be really, really bad for startups and tech. Uh, a lot of money missing. You know, it just keeps happening, though. Like, what's the next shoe that's going to drop? That's what I'm looking at. When is this going to happen to Coinbase or Binance? Like, you know, I'm not an expert. People say, oh, they have the reserves. Like, I just don't know. It just feels like there's going to keep being. There's another bank tonight, Signature Bank. Yeah. Also is is belly up, apparently, which Coinbase had $250 million in. Yeah. I know. I, I, look, I'm. it's very worrisome. And, you know, like a lot of these stories, I can't tell you, like every time you hear story after story, like it just gets to you eventually too. You're like, oh my God, I feel so defeated. Like already, like people around me don't care about this stuff. Then you see things falling. And then the first thing people do is like, I told you. Right. Yeah. Everyone always says that to me. Isn't crypto dead? Like isn't (laughs) NFTs, didn't they collapse? Didn't that bubble pop? They'll tell me. Yeah. Like you yep. get your dad calling you like the crypto bank failed. Uh-huh. It's over. Take your money out. And you're like, oh, my yeah. God. Like, <laughs> I, Look, I'm relieved that people can take out their money tomorrow. I think, yeah. you know, uh, it's also good to like diversify, you know, split up your banks, do all that stuff. But how do you know? Like, how do you know that it's not your bank tomorrow morning? I think that's why we always go back to like Bitcoin or like crypto, right? It's like if your bank collapses, your money is gone. And I think people still don't understand that. Totally. And, you know, we're insured up to 250,000. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, it's that was the same as it was when we were kids. It's not quite as much. I blame Canada, first of all, for this whole mess. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We we talked about this before the pod, but Girl in the Verse is from Canada. That's why he said that. Oh, that's right. We didn't even talk about (laughs) it on the pod. I I just threw that out blind. Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry. I got you. I got you. (laughs) You can blame us. I'm sure, like, 
honestly, like, I think that's the scariest part is then as Canadians, we look at the U S and we're like, Oh my God, is this coming here? Right. And so, right. you know, it's, we're cousins, Michael, we're cousins. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it's our fault. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's our fault, but it's not, but how, good. Like, it's not so, good for sure. So, so this bank, for instance, um, right. was that considered a, like, I know like they said it was what the 18th largest, I mean, when you're looking at 18, you're like, okay, it's not like the top five, but still, you know, I saw the videos of like people lining up, like petrified, like scared, like I want my money. And, you know, it's just those images where I'm like, well, at least, you know, we've got some good news that tomorrow they can, you know, take out money. Hopefully we'll see how that goes. That's what they say. Exactly. It's pretty wild. But do you think it's interesting? Like I, I was reading like tweets of people saying, this was obviously planned. I don't know if you saw those go through, like this was obviously planned and now the banks are going to, you know, reach out and reach in and help everyone. Do you right. think it was planned? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't it's know hard. enough. Like, yeah, I don't know enough to get into that part. People say anything, like anytime <laughs> anything comes out, there'll be every kind of conspiracy theory. You know, who knows? Like, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know what's going to, I don't know what's going to happen. Is the, is the government bailing the people out or did the bank actually have the funds? What's uh I was reading on CNN before and they were saying the Biden administration has guaranteed that customers will take out their money. So oh, does that wow. mean it's the government or it's other banks? Look, we'll see right. what happens tomorrow, but it's yeah. time. then you then you're hearing about another bank shutting down. So th- that's the thing. That's the thing. It's just it keeps happening. And every time it happens, crypto and NFTs take a big hit. You know, like it just keeps happening. It's it's not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like ugh, it's like well, it's right. like gray right now. It's so gray. So it's so hard to I'm just like I said, I'm happy that those can, you know, take out their funds and we'll see right. what happens with Signature Bank. But at right. this point, I think all of us are just going to be eyes peeled to, you know, the next big story. Yeah. I mean, I've been saying that. I've been saying that for a while. Like they just, it, you know, it's one after the other. Every couple months we have another like, oh, by the way, this whole group of people's effed, you know, like. I heard know. the best stable coin right now is Costco hot dogs. Mm. <laughs> Put your money in the Costco hot dogs, folks. That price never changes. Nothing ever happens. You know, I did. I did Friday night switch out all my USDC. <laughs> it's too many letters. USDC. I, I I took it all out. I was like, I don't want to take a risk or a chance. When it went to like ninety or whatever. When it went to like ninety. Just cents. before, actually, just right. before. Okay. Okay. Um. I, yeah, I saw that Saturday morning. Like, oh, it went down. I was like, okay, I did this yesterday, so I got, I guess, lucky. But um, yeah, I just pulled. Like, you know, when you're starting to see this kind of stuff, that's what I mean. Like, totally. You know, we always say do your own homework, but this is this is important to stay on top of things. Yeah. Yeah, and ETH ETH actually shot back up on the <laughs> news. Uh, it's back to sixteen hundred. We're we're recording. Uh. March 12th, about 10 p.m. Eastern. So it it was a roller coaster. Yeah. And honestly, like I want to get into the Yuga Labs Bitcoin ordinal. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's get past these bank collapses. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was curious. Like I saw your your profile, Michael Keane, right? Uh, you've got a mutant ape. Not board ape. No, board ape. You've got a board ape. You. Sorry. Excuse you. Yep. Excuse me. You have a board ape. It's so funny because I thought about this just before recording this. I was like, I want to ask Michael this question. You yes. have a board ape. Yes. On Ethereum. Now, do you think it would be worth more if it was an ordinal or are you happy with your board ape 
Ethereum? Well, the the bottom line with it is the board ape brings the utility and stuff like that. So I'm happy with like, if I moved it to to Bitcoin. I, I don't have any Bitcoin. I don't care about Bitcoin NFTs at this point. So much for me. So like I'm happy where it is. I wouldn't even think about moving it unless they wanted to move it. You know, and if it if the space gets to a point where it makes sense to be on Bitcoin, maybe maybe it will be, and I'll be happy to go over. But for now, I'm happy. You know, I want to be part of the main collection. Yeah. I mean, I'm always thinking about that, Jenny, too, right? Like, it's like, what is going to be, you know, deemed better or if not more, you know, more je ne sais quoi, more expensive? I don't know. Um, ETH, Bitcoin, NFTs, like which which one's going to be? I just, I don't know. Yeah, it kind of, it's hard because it kind of feels like, I mean, we always see all these things coming and going, right? We see like all these trends and mm-hmm. just things happening so quick. And oh, all of a sudden, everyone's excited about this thing. Then all of a sudden, well, a couple of months later, well, what happened to that one thing? And eh, nobody cares about it anymore. So it's hard for me to kind of attach to Bitcoin ordinals and feel like that's the future of, of NFTs. And, you know, that's going to be the next thing because I just feel like it's going to be another one of those things that just comes and goes. But I don't know. And I mean, you know, obviously there's there were other NFTs on Bitcoin before. It's not like this is like the first time there's NFTs like on Bitcoin and you know, there's rare peppas and everything. We were talking about this last time. But yeah, I guess we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Do you have Bitcoin ordinals? I don't have any personally. I don't have No, any. I don't. I'm trying to figure out how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing too, right? It, it's the entire space, which is everything requires homework. Everything requires taking time out of your busy day to go do this homework, to go research. It's like, just, you know, we just figured out how to mint on Ethereum. (laughs) I never even personally never got into the Solana NFTs because I just, you know what? The truth is I didn't take the time to learn about it. And that's you know, that's what it was for me. So I I, I want to do Bitcoin ordinals because I'm curious to understand that tech behind it because you're inscribing, you're not minting. So I'm curious to to like, I guess, do it myself and figure it out and push a bunch of buttons, right? But I'm, I'm just curious to see. I, I don't know if it's going to be a fad. I don't know. Yeah. But it's, 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 you know, it's always the ETH versus Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Um, right. It's always been that. <laughs> it's always been that. I know. And then there was, you know, for a while, because first of all, Bitcoin maxis, they go hard. Like they're really into Bitcoin. I feel like there's not like I don't know, you don't really see that cult like loyalty with E maxis. I feel like they're just more like, well, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll do other chains too. Like, but Bitcoin people are like, no, Bitcoin's the only way. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I remember when there was talk of like, oh, I bet ETH is gonna flip Bitcoin, yeah. right? Because there's more utility and but it's like, oh, Bitcoin's looked at as like the gold of crypto, um, because it's it, I don't know, it was like the original cryptocurrency, right? It was like the first one, and it's only there's only what 21 million Bitcoin, yep. I wanna say. And, and yeah, everyone was just like super in love with it that, that got into crypto early. And then Ethereum came around in, uh, I don't know what, 20, 
12, 20, uh, 13 or something. It's so funny because when I, when I first entered the space and I was navigating NFTs, I'm like, what's an NFT? Like, I remember like t- asking my partner, right? 2013. Okay. 2013. Yeah. And he'd be like, yeah, NFTs, like you buy that with Ethereum. So it's like, oh, well then I need to stack Ethereum. Like why my buy? like why, you know, why Bitcoin? Why all these other coins? Like I clearly, like my thought process was if I need ETH for NFTs, I'm buying ETH. So like I quickly yeah. became an ETH maxi, I guess, in my own world because yeah. I was like ETH, 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 ETH. ETH. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to have Bitcoin and then I converted it all to ETH and spent it all on NFTs. So <laughs> there's that. But listen, I I feel like well, at least I wasn't, you know, at least. I mean, look, it happens. I didn't buy Bitcoin 20 years ago and then didn't know what where I stored it. <laughs> right. You know. Wait, 20 years ago. Well, okay, maybe, maybe not 20, I, but you yeah, know, like, yeah, I feel like 20. <laughs> no, I think it came out in 2008. No. 2009. Bitcoin? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah. No, wait. I remember ago. people buying Bitcoin off of machines and like storing them on things. Only two. Oh, wait, but 2008. Not 2018. See, that's the bath in my brain. Oh, okay. So you're thinking 2018. Guys, we're in 2009. 2009. Okay, 2009. (laughs) Okay, so how many years is that? Someone do the math. 14. Uh, 14. Okay, thank you, Michael. 14. 14. Okay, I said 20. I rounded it. You know, I mean, 14, 20. We'll just chalk it up as, yes, more than one decade, less than two. I do I do think Bitcoin NFTs are going to stick around and be a thing. I think there'll probably be different use cases. I think a lot of the different blockchains will have different use cases. Like we see use cases for Flow and Polygon. We see use mm-hmm. cases for Ethereum, like these clubs. Bitcoin might be a place where you just want to put a fine piece of art on there forever. Like I could absolutely see that and having value. Going back to education and learning, do you guys know about Taproot Wizards? No. It's one of the ordinal projects. And that. yeah, and they're very popular, but they also have something right now called school.taprootwizards.com. Please do not just go to my URL, go to their Twitter and figure out the actual URL. But uh, they have like. Oh, their... I'm about to type it in. No, don't. Uh, you can. I mean, it's, I'm what's looking their Twitter? At... What's their Twitter? We need to link their Twitter. Or Tap, Taproot. It's uh, Taproot at, Wizards. At Taproot Wizards. That's it. T A P R O O T. So that is. So they have a school, and they're they're kind of teaching people about Bitcoin and ordinals. And if you complete all this stuff and you do well, you actually have a chance to win or Ooh. to to inscribe a Taproot Wizard. That's cool. Okay, yeah. we should link so this. That's cool. a good resource. Yeah, learn. that is that is a good resource. I heard them on a Twitter space, and that was really cool. And the reason we actually started talking about this in general is because Yuga dropped their 300-piece project. They auctioned off 288 of them. Mm-hmm. They ended up – Jenny and I were talking about it last time, and it was only a couple hours into the auction. The low bid was like 0.1 Bitcoin, but it really – it blew up. They ended up making $16 million on that. I know. And all things aside, you know, you hear the people, oh, that's liquidity from the system. But like, as far as just a business move goes, how crazy is that? Like, I like if you're a restaurant, you need to bring in like $20,000 a day all year to make that much money. Like, it's pretty wild that they were just, they put out 300 pieces of art from somebody on their team. And like, the art's cool and all, but it's really just little 
dots, you know, <laughs> so well. sixteen so well. million dollars, like bing, just like businesses. Yeah, all the other projects. I'm surprised we haven't seen a lot more follow suit because, like, mm. there's going to be projects even if they bring in fifty thousand, they're going to be happy. Subscribe. You know what I mean? Well, Dgods is doing it. Yeah, they they actually announced it before Yuga. They had <laughs> five hundred burnt Dgods, and those are the ones they're going to inscribe. And what I understand too is a lot of these the the ones that they're burning, so they're no longer going to be on the original. Well. When you burn something on Ethereum, you're basically sending it to a burn wallet. So it's still yeah. there. Just nobody has access to it. Until one day somebody's like, ha ha, I have keys to the burn wallet. Mm. Which is <laughs> which will probably happen one day. That's like impossible though. Why? How's that impossible? I, I, I it don't... seems like one of the most amazing scams of all time. <laughs> this is the burn wallet. Nobody has access to it, I promise. And like you're holding <laughs> people are just tossing NFTs in there all the time. If someone like secretly runs it, they're like, right, exactly. These are all my NFTs. We're gonna have tweets one day. It's gonna be like the burn wallet is selling everything off. <laughs> What's like, happening, Whoa. guys? Yeah. The yeah. burn wallet's liquidating. I mean, it is interesting. I wonder, I wonder if more projects will jump on this bandwagon or thousand they percent just- they will. No, thousand percent. You're going to start seeing. We have our own 200 piece Bitcoin ordinal project. Like, but then it's like, I'm just trying to think. Like, is this going to be like season four? Like, we're here now, and then we're going to come back on ETH because I think eventually you kind of have to pick where you're going to stay. Like, you can't. I wouldn't want all these projects to dabble into everything. Like, and okay, now we're going to Solana's back. We're going to go put 50 of them on Solana. Like, we can't. It- no, I hear that, but if people are making money doing it, I think they're going to do it. Yeah. Like, it's just everybody followed you, every, you get every step of the way from the beginning, you know, and they, they did everything you did. And I think they're going to keep doing it. I think I, and that's it. what worries me the most. I feel like, yeah. you know, as much as everyone's like, oh, like a lot of these projects are going to zero. The problem is that that's that's like just what everyone tends to do is like, okay, Yuga is the gods, but like who mm-hmm. decided that Yuga's the god? Like who decided th- like it's fine because yes, you know, they, they have the punks, they have the eight, like, right. They have like the bigger projects, but right. Right. Look guys, anything is possible. I still think someone else can be at the top of this leaderboard. Eventually. I think we're still student. I think we're so early that I like I I can't wait to see what happens, but I think it would be foolish of myself to think that like Yuga is going to be and remain the king right. um, of this you know NFT space. And uh, I'm curious to see. Like, I'm really truly curious to see if people are all going to jump on the Bitcoin stuff, or or will it stay? A, will it become a fad? Like totally. by summer, we're all going to be like Bitcoin. Okay, we're done. <laughs> I can't wait to see. Yeah. I mean, so there's other like doodles ha- launched doodles too on flow, like the, the wearables. And like, there's actually, I feel like there, I feel like um, projects are trying to get people to be well-versed in multiple blockchains because it's like, it's really not ideal to only know about one. It's like, it's like if you only had TikTok, it's like, okay, great. Yeah. I mean, I focus on one social media, but there's so many other social media platforms out there. Like, you're going to end up being on multiple and yeah, you should kind of know about all the different social media platforms. So I feel like it's kind of like that with mm-hmm. 
with the blockchains, it's like, okay, there's a bunch of different blockchains that there's NFTs on. And, you know, I mean, people should be versed in, in multiple. And I think projects are, yeah, maybe trying to get their people to, to be educated about the different blockchains and, you know, get on different stuff. Cause it, it, I mean, it shouldn't just, everything is on ETH. Like obviously Solana like really popped off from, um, D gods, honestly, D gods is the reason Solana really popped off. But there was stuff happening on Solana before then, and then. But see, now they're leaving, and that that was one yeah, thing to me too. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, right. like, which is total. It's fine, yeah. you know. I I don't own a D gods. I don't like. It's totally fine. Like you get to leave, but I like you know. For me, it's like leaving. Also, feels like you've you feel defeated within Solana, which I feel yeah. like you'd never want to show. Like leaving is like the last thing to do. Although like I get the whole strategy. Like I think Utes was, wasn't it also on flow? It was on a different, or was Utes on? No, Utes was on Solana too, actually. Yeah. Utes is on Solana. I think D gods is going to ETH and Utes is going to Polygon. That's it. It's Polygon. Okay. See, I said flow because for me, it's all like sounding the same at this point. Mm -hmm. So that's it. They're migrating and they're changing. So like DGEDS is on this and then the other one's on this. And then it's like, we're going to create a Bitcoin. And I just feel like eventually Mm -hmm. it's just, it's a bit everywhere. My other thing is we are in a bear and this is my first bear. So I am curious to see who is the last man standing. (laughs) Like, and I don't know about you guys, but from, you know, the first people that I ever interacted with on Twitter, like, you know, the first spaces I was listening in on, they're not here anymore. Like they're not here. They've left. They've, you know, I'm not going to say they disappeared, but they just, they're, they're out and about and they, they left the space. So I'm curious to see what happens. Yeah. I, I'm not going to say I'm excited because it's, it's not an exciting time right now in the bear, but um, interesting to watch right now. Yeah. There's not a lot of us left for sure. Like the hardcore people that are, that are every day and, and, you know. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Carson left us to go teach oh God. people about AI. So, so I, sad. I, I don't know. So God, I saw that. <laughs> what a lot, what a loss for the space. People are still <laughs> yeah. reeling. Rest in peace. It's crazy. It's yeah. Crazy. I, you know what? I honestly forget about people. Cause I'm just like, I don't even think about the people that have left until someone brings it up. What happened to that one person or what happened to that project? And it's like, oh, shoot, that's right. I totally forgot that person was a whole doing this whole thing. And then, you know, they left, they disappeared. And yeah, um, it it is it is kind of sad to think about. You're like, oh, no, like what happened to some of these people that I used to follow all the time? And, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean obviously not everyone's going to stick around and a lot of people there's been a lot of pain there's been a lot of pain you know in this mm-hmm. bear market people have lost a lot of money i mean i'm sure we've all yeah. lost you know I, i've i've lost a lot of money everyone's lost yeah. a lot of money and it's like you don't want to be in the space if it's just going to make you remember that and bring up all these pain points for you and trigger you like so you know obviously people are going to leave and just wait for it to be good again to come back you know, because they want to have a good time in the space and they don't want to have a bad time in the space. So it's understandable. But it's also like those who are here and are building something now are going to reap the benefits and are going to be here when things start happening. And we're going to be the ones that are able to jump on opportunities because we're going to be aware and we're going to be alert. So, you know, even just being aware of what's going on in the space right now, even though we are in a bear market and maybe it's 
you know, seems a bit depressing and boring. This is the time where people are going to thrive once things start picking up again. And there's always opportunities coming and going, like even with the yoga thing, like, I mean, what the heck? They just raised $60 million. There's obviously people that are still here, like spending money. And yeah, there's always going to be opportunities. You just kind of have to keep your eyes peeled. But yeah, it is. I mean, look at this point, you know, when I first entered the space, I had a lot of people asking like, are you going to leave your full time? And I said, oh, I don't know yet. You know, and just when I felt like, oh, maybe I could leave. Then we entered the bear. And then I was like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm going to stay right here. We're going to stay comfortable. We will work 80 hours if we need to. I will do double the job during this bear. This girl's going to work. And so, um, but, you know, it's fun. But back to Jenny's point, I'm excited to see who stays, what happens. Because look, I do the crypto news update. I do it under 60 seconds because I feel like that's the sweetest spot. And there's, you know, in a, in a, in a bull market, it's like, it's so hard to to pack it all in, but I will say I have yet to have like 20 seconds of dead air. And I was even thinking like the day that I feel like I have dead air, I will just show that I've dead. I just want to show it. Like that's it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would, but there's so much going on. Although we're like, it's a bear. There's so much going on with the banks and we're going to keep talking about all this crypto stuff, but it just doesn't stop. Even in a bear, things are happening and moving. You're right. I I uh I feel that because like every week I come up with the list and sometimes I'm like, what am I? Sometimes I'm, I'll get to three things and I'm like, is there anything else? And then I start searching around and oh yeah, this and this and this and this and here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And speaking of the list, we got to get back to the list. Yeah, here. let's do okay. it. We haven't covered many topics. Michael, <laughs> uh, run us through some stuff. No. All right. Let's run through some stuff. Uh, Joe Rogan had CoffeeZilla on. You guys might remember CoffeeZilla. He he put out the expose on Logan Paul, which we talked about, and does like he like searches out scammers, and that's a pretty big deal to get on Joe Rogan. And they were they you know they talked about scammers and crypto. They got into NFTs, and it was pretty funny. Joe Rogan said this before he had people on, and he's always like, oh, I don't really get it. It seems it seems weird to me, and and it's a shame because he talks to so many millions of people and he's basically just like yeah people came to me all the time with a bunch of things like people obviously wanted to do projects with him and he's like i just never did any of that i don't understand it and he said the nft space is filled with weirdos they talked about bored apes for a minute and coffeezilla tried to kind of steer him in the right direction but he didn't care all that much to do that and it was just it was i mean it was a really good interview but it's just funny how and we are a bunch of weirdos i'm not really gonna yeah i was that. gonna say it's, that's honestly true right yeah but uh i don't know it was it was a good interview it's good if anybody wants to listen to it they really get into it pretty deep i don't know if you guys have any thoughts or heard about that at all i know you talked about it in your in your weekly update this week i watched it um yeah. You know, for me, it's, it's, I just, in my case, I just felt, a li- I was a little disappointed because back to your port, I, I I didn't feel like CoffeeZilla, you know, talked at all about the utility behind an NFT. Right, for them, it was right. all about, I can just right click, save. I can just right click, save. Like, who cares? Like, who cares about yeah. owning it? Um, And that was like the one big miss. And I also felt like, again, like you said, like he's interviewed so many people. Like, can we just go beyond that? I could just right click save or like, I don't see the utility that people are weird. Maybe let's talk about like the importance of 
an NFT or blockchain or why this exists or why people created this kind of stuff, right? So I felt like it was a a big missed opportunity. And also back to, you know, my original, like how I entered the space, it would be nice to finally start talking about, you know, why we're here, why we're all bullish about this stuff, you know, and really come out with these concrete examples as to how this can change certain things in our lives, right? Like I always think about like tickets, like that was one thing this year. I can't, I like, I'm hoping that tickets and ticketing like Ticketmaster with NFTs. Like You're going to trigger I, Michael right now. But I'm hope why good or bad. Like I'm hoping. No, to- good. No, I was a ticket broker for 17 years. I love it. We, we could talk about tickets all day. <laughs> you know that uh live nation did choose the flow blockchain and they're going to be doing their tickets over there. Um, they were supposed to do something already this year, but they're kind of, uh, it might be, it might be stalling a little bit. I'm not sure, but that's, uh, yeah, no ticketing is, is one of the best use cases to your point there. When I talk to people, the first thing I usually say is like the blockchain technology is really the revolutionary part of all of this. Mm -hmm. And that technology is going to infiltrate pretty much everywhere in society. Everybody's going to have a wallet. You're going to have to have a wallet. Just like you have to have an email address, that's gonna that's gonna be everyday life. Yeah, and there's so many like the blockchain is basically a permanent, um, transparent, more efficient version of the internet. And it's like it, there's just so much. There's just so much with with the blockchain that yeah, there's there's a lot that doesn't get talked about. You know. Yeah. It's, yeah. I thought it was a shame because, you know, like even for myself, when I watched Coffeezilla and all that reporting he did on Logan Paul, which is why he was on Joe Rogan, I thought that he, you know, in studying about Logan Paul and all these NFTs, I thought that he would also go on as sort of, I'm not going to say someone who understands it all, but at least to talk about it in a way like, yes, and, you know, going through all these NFTs and, you know, but I just felt it, it, it for me, it just felt a little one-sided, obviously, but that's how I feel about Joe Rogan, period. Um, so <laughs> I fight about this all the time with my partner, but I just mm. think he's more one-sided than I would, you know, that I would love to see. But I, I, I would say I was more disappointed in CoffeeZilla because I felt like, you know, you studied the space to study right. Logan Paul and his NFTs and to talk to all those people who felt like they got, you know, who said they, they scammed him or, you know, all those, cause that that's a lot guys to do what CoffeeZilla did took a lot of time and a lot of studying mm-hmm. people in the space and figuring that out. So I feel like I, I just was disappointed in seeing CoffeeZilla. And I mean, I guess like you're in front of Joe Rogan, you don't want to start, you know, telling him no, like Joe, you can't really just right click say like I could understand that because there's that sort of like appeal, like, oh my god, I'm I'm on Joe Rogan's podcast, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I, I just wish that he he would have delivered maybe a more positive look on us, not so like it's fine to say that we're weirdos, but then I don't know, like something else. So I was just disappointed. I think Jenny and I need to get on that show. <laughs> Get I think, on the Joe Rogan show. And yeah, we we need we need to send them some kind of proposal because they have a uh, they have a way. Like you can actually DM Jamie right on Twitter, his producer. I oh, think snap. that we could get on there. You know, we're a podcast. Also, we might exactly. be able to try and finagle away and like get on there and have a convo about NFTs. Maybe he'd be into it. I think so. It it would be. You don't nice. know. Would you do it if if we get it? You would do it, Jenny, right? <laughs> 
Come no, on. I said you never know. Yeah, I would do. Uh, it. Yeah, I freaking yeah, do. Yeah, it. I, mean, I, like, I, I've, I've, yeah, I like Joe Rogan's podcast, right, and I I'm feel like. Try, I'm gonna, yeah. Let's get it would be nice, Michael. Like, like, all right, we're gonna make it happen. Let's since he doesn't love, like love it, clearly love it. he doesn't get it, which again I totally respect because I didn't right, get it right. either. But now, Joe Rogan, it would be nice for you to get someone to explain it to you. That's exactly get that right. side. That's, That's what I'm gonna want. say. Yep. He people to, gave him, him an NFT. Way. Yeah, people gave him an NFT, and he displays the physical because people's came with a physical, and that he like I get that, like he says, because it's a physical. But people are going to get digital ownership. Kids get it. Kids, kids get it. Want, kids get it. And when they grow up, all these different things are going to be owned digitally because you can show it off to the whole world now instead of just if you have something physical, you can only show it to the people, you know, come over your house to see it. I mean, people already collect things digitally. Like when I was a kid, I was really into webkins and it was like just this, or I guess that was a physical. Okay. Let me think about something that's not like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Cause you bought, you bought nice like the word, teddy bear nice and then you have to type in the code. So I have to think of something that's purely digital. And I guess that's really just games and like in-game items and everything owning your own assets yeah. and being able to like transfer that's them. What's like gonna, yeah. It, yeah, it's mostly, it's honestly, it's all the gaming. It's all the gaming stuff. But but the gamers, yeah, they don't really care about NFTs right now. And I think, I mean, NFTs, they don't have the best reputation publicly because it's a lot of scams or um, speculative, just, oh, price going crazy and then crashing down. And it's yeah. like, that's not what it's about. It's about um, being able to truly own something and... You know, if your video game went, if Fortnite Fortnite went down, like you wouldn't just lose access to all of your skins or weapons or whatever that you've bought. Like you would be able to, mm. you know, then go into another sign in, you know, with your or wallet and be able them to display them, them to somewhere else. Game or- yeah. Sell them. Yeah. Whatever. So totally. Uh, Pixel Vault had a bunch of updates this week and. I asked VGF for a couple threads and a TLDR, and it was still very complicated. So, but they are—they're doing something called Reboot, where it's like this ecosystem for video game creators, where they could come in and and build video games, and like it matches people up like algorithmically how good they are, and it's like competitions and coins, whole ecosystems, really interesting stuff over my head a little bit. Pixel that's Vault pixel Vault's entire thing. I, I know, but now like, yeah, that's what they said. But I think they're trying to. They're, they're trying to not be, and, but they're still right. like it's still a little like, complicated. <laughs> I know. I was like, let me get the. What did you guys do? And it's, I'm like reading this. I'm like, I don't even understand. I heard that they're like, oh, we're trying to not be complicated now, but yeah, they're like yeah. still complicated. Yep. They did a couple good Twitter spaces. I was Thread Guy. They were on. I listened to a lot of it. G Funk and VGF. Um, VGF, obviously, good friend of the show. I always try and support. I think the founders down went from like 0.2 to 0.4 on a lot of their news, which was pretty cool. My units um, are up to like 0.07, I want to say. Okay. Before. Yeah, I mean, and, and they have the inhabitants. They they have a game coming, which is which. What do they call it? A uh, an auto brawl. So like you set everything up, you set your players and your. You 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 strategize and then two people go at it, and the computer like shows you the game. Oh, that's kind of like Axie. Yeah, is that what Axie does? Is it okay? 
Um, I haven't played Axie, but I think Axie is similar. Yeah. yeah. I need to learn a little more before I speak eloquently on a picture. <laughs> <laughs> this was oh, earlier yeah. today. I was like, I was like, VGF, you mind hooking me up with some? Hopefully, he doesn't listen and hear me stumble over that. So. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, bro. We love Pixel. I, I'm still a supporter because of VGF mostly. Like, I love that dude, and I think he's so smart. And yeah, Michael's like know. a VGF fangirl. Like, he's like the yeah. ultimate VGF. Yeah, pretty that much, was part of my much. roast. Pretty much. What do I say? <laughs> one of I always say he's one of the smartest guys in the entire space. Like, that was my thing. Yeah, that was part of your roast. Yep. <laughs> love VGF. I just wanted to give a shout out to Pixel Vault. Let's keep moving before I look. Even dumber on that subject. Uh, Zach XPT is taking time off. Is that? No, I love him. Yeah, he's like the on-chain sleuth of Web3. He's amazing. He's the best detective. Yeah, yeah. Zach's really good. But he's been doing it for for donations. I I mean, he does it for free. And then, you know, obviously he has his wallet so people can send donations. And people have been donating to him. But now he's like, I'm done kind of doing this whole public service thing like people are very demanding and rude and you know i'm gonna start charging for my services like if you want me to look into something and investigate then i then i want to make money from it and i'm going to be doing a lot less a lot less investigations as a result and less ones that are just me doing it on my own and when i do do them on my own it's going to be stuff that i'm actually interested in because i'm not getting paid to do this kind of stuff so yeah. It was like, I, I mean, again, there's so much going on and it's been, it's obviously nice, right? Zach, you got all these people, you know, demanding stuff, but yeah, I mean, it could get tiresome. So, you know, take a break, come back, figure it out. And, you know, it, it really doesn't hurt to start monetizing and start realizing like, look, you got to pay this stuff now. It's been, it's been cute, but now it's time to, yeah. and it's fine too. I mean, look, even as content creators, Eventually, I mean, it, it's nice to get that recognition. It's nice to get a bunch of likes, but that doesn't result in dollar signs, right? So um, it's finding a way that you can make money, but also feel like, look, I put in the work. If you value this, and I mean, that is where we're going. If you looked at like Snoop Dogg's Schiller, like um, Web3 social media, what they're doing, they're trying to token gate this kind of stuff for artists, for creators, right? So a bit like... I don't know if you noticed, like I was telling my girlfriends, like a lot of your favorite like influencers or, you know, I don't know, all these celebrities, they will always tell you, go to my Patreon, go to my Patreon, but pay- you got to pay mm. on Patreon. But we are entering a world where we will have to start paying for a lot of this stuff. So look, I commend him for for realizing that and I wish him success. No doubt. No doubt. And he'll be back. He'll, he'll be at the middle of something big soon. He always um, comes back. He's taking, he's, I read him taking, I've read him tweeting out, I'm taking a break so many times. Like yeah. he always comes back and he'll be like, oh, I'm taking a break for months. And then he'll be back. He like, can't help it. He can't help it. Yeah. He can't help mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Love it. And he's completely anonymous. People tr- try to find mm-hmm. him as hard as they can. They would love to yep. find him. Yep. Vcon tickets dropped this week. The price is under 0.2 now. It's not going to blow up or be anything super special. But one thing that I do find interesting about it, uh, Gary V always takes a lot of crap, obviously, in the space, but he doesn't get enough credit for the way he onboarded people. And the, and the he's doing it again with this. He's saying, you know, this conference is more about culture and entrepreneurship. And, and he's like, I know a lot of people want to come. 
come learn how to, he's saying literally come to my discord, learn how to buy an NFT. Like he wants to bring people to that conference that haven't bought an NFT yet. And he's going to make them buy an NFT ticket for it. I'm curious um, to see how it's going to work out. I like, yeah, I'll be honest. Every time, you know, I want to mint something, I freak out. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. This, this, the drainer, this is draining my wallet. I know, right. I know. I'm always- Unless you're on manifold. If you're on manifold, I'm like, click, 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 click. No big deal. <laughs> but I mean, it's still not so intuitive. So right. look, totally. I, I encourage him, you know, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's VCon two. It's, it's, it will never be like VCon one. And I, Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping to go. I'm putting it out into the universe. Gary, call me. Um, Jenny, I'm so happy for you. Like you're on the list, yep. you know, part of the first ones um being asked to like speak and whatnot. So I'm curious to see what happens. Yeah, the price of the VCon tickets this year are not that high. I'm not surprised though. And again, no. it's back to the a lot of people have left the space. So we'll see, we'll see what happens, right? VCon, I think last year was a lot of people from out of town. It could be that this year they're just not going to come to America again, right? And and travel um, all the way here. Um, So I'm I'm curious to see what happens. I'm curious to see what that strategy is going to look like because it's still a VCon. I'm hoping that we still get some of that NFT you know, learning about what's coming because yes, it's great to talk about business and marketing, but I don't want it to be like a Tony Robbins. Like this is how, you know, like I'm, I'm curious to see what that's going to look like, but so far, you know, interesting list of speakers. I'm, I'm, I, I really don't know. I know last year I was just like freaking out, but I'm, I'm, I want to be pleasantly surprised. I'm, you mm. know, putting that out there. I want to be pleasantly surprised, but I'm not shocked with the prices of the tickets. Yeah. Are, are no, you not, not, not at all. People asked me too in our discord what I thought. I was like, I don't think it's going to be very high. Yeah. It dep- I mean, yeah. unless like X copies the artist, unless all of a sudden this week they're like, oh, by the way. But yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think it's I great think that it's so. it's a lower entry point for people to get in. And you yeah. know what? Entrepreneurs are smart. They'll figure out how to create a wallet. Like, you know, I, and and right. a lot of it's falling. Like I was. um very much into the entrepreneur scene before getting into Web3. And I knew about Gary V from from that. that. And, and there's a lot of people that follow him. You know, his content's kind of pivoted a bit. And yeah, he's talked a lot more about NFTs and Web3. But a lot of people that follow him from like the entrepreneur world that, you know, maybe this will be their chance to finally kind of get in and be like, okay, let me go to this. And I do like that he's pivoting it to be not entirely Web3, but making it a bit pop culture as well. And I think he's going to have some big social media celebrity people coming. Like, I just kind of have a feeling that he'll have a lot of, like, I'll have some, like, some famous YouTubers and stuff. I mean, Logan mm-hmm. Paul was there last time. And yeah, just I, I think he'll try to draw people in through getting really popular Mm-hmm. influencers i'm i'm so curious to see like that that's what i mean like when you saw that first set of list of names i was like okay i i know i know i know i know but now like we're hearing more like it's gonna be more marketing like okay like who like is it gonna be damon john talking about mark like i'm so curious like i'm looking at the list we're like who's gonna talk about marketing like so i can't right. wait to see how that's gonna pan out but you know like last year we had that whole ending with snoop dogg and everything and, like there's a lot of stuff that they had said they were going to announce that they didn't. So I think for a lot yeah, of people, it's totally. a bit up in up in the air. Um, and honestly, like I just heard a lot of people this week, even like, I'm not going to say complaining, but they were upset with, you know, they were 
truly, you know, like when they bought their first VF1, they really had the impression that that was the only way you could get in. And now the fact that you can just go buy it on secondary for, for a lot 0.15, of people. Yeah. I was going to say that because uh, mm-hmm. Gary made that pretty clear. Gary actually said at one point, even if my mother wants to come to VCon, she's going to need to buy a VF1. Yeah. So that's a tiny bit disingenuous. It's nice for people to be able to sell their ticket. Like people that sold it for a couple ETH last year early on, like that was nice. But I've also heard a lot of VF1 people, like you're saying, that are like, you know, why am I holding this VF1 for five ETH or four ETH now when I could, you know, buy tickets for 0.15? And there's only, they're they're only, they only committed to doing this for three years. So what's going to happen after that, you know? Right. I know. That's why I mean, I'm really excited, but I'm, uh, I'm not surprised. Like and, and the market, guys. We're again. We keep talking about. Right, like, we're in a nasty market with very few people. Yep, you're right. And it could have been totally. worse. He could have. He could have. He could have canceled. Like proof canceled. Right. Like so. Right. I still think he's winning. It. I'm just curious to see what's going to happen. Actually, from other Moonbirds holders, like they they thought, okay, Kevin canceled. That means he's going to he's going to VCon. And I was like, I don't know how the two and two went together, mm. but it. Maybe. I mean, anything is possible right at this point. We'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see you, Jenny. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. You, you definitely have to come to this. I know. Really and I hope you that. get invited. I really hope you get invited. And I hope that you're, you know, moderating panels. You would be great at it. I hope so, too. You know? Yeah. So <laughs> fingers are crossed for you. Ooh. A lot of the talk at the end of last week was Claire Silver, uh, one of the most successful AI artists. Uh, we've talked about her a bunch. I actually tried to get her on. She completely ignores my DMs. If anybody knows Claire, same. Love to have her on. <laughs> yep. But uh, awesome AI artist. Uh, anyone that knows knows that we we hear us talk about AI. I talk about it as much as I can. So she was announced. She was going to be at the Louvre, and she was going to be displayed. And apparently, somebody kind of tricked her, and she was. I don't know exactly how it went down, but I feel really, I kind of feel really bad for her because she put it out there and everyone was all excited about it. And then the Louvre was like, no, that's not happening. It's not. There was this company. No, it's not happening. Yeah, it got rug pulled. I'm learning yeah. this as we as we are here. Yeah. Because I put yeah, her on she, my Friday, I put her on Friday I in the newsletter as well. Wow. So it's not true. Yeah. And the company that put on NFT Paris, I think, like promised it to her. And it was supposed to be by Super Chief, and it just wasn't a real thing. And I actually saw something that said she might even be trying to sue for like, because yeah, I mean that, that that's a shame. Like I I feel like people are piling on her. Like I think that's horrible. Of course, she didn't know. She I didn't haven't know. even she seen people pile on her, but she I, but she's been very heartbroken and like saying yeah. like. You know, just like I need to take a break from Twitter. And it's yeah, it's heartbreaking yeah. seeing some of my friends like poking fun at this. And but I've right. been seeing a lot of people like saying supportive things. So I don't know. Maybe uh-huh. I'm on. I'm not seeing like the hate, but well, yeah, and there's also people have been like going after people that were talking about it. Like it was awesome. Like, oh, you fell right. for that. Like, it's, yeah, it's a shame. It's, you know, someone like I'm sure it seemed reputable. And of course, she's going to be excited about it. Like, what is she going to call the Louvre directly, you know, and try? I don't know. It's, it's tough. That's, tough spot. that's too bad, though. I was like, wow, yeah. what a nice win, you know, to I see know, like AI at the Louvre, like what what that could mean. Right. Like, 
No, I feel bad now. Well, look, Claire, yeah. we love you. It's fine. It's it was not your fault, you know. Like I, th- I feel like I'd be the first. Like I'd be like tweeting it out, like, oh my god, I'm, you know. But yeah. yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. And uh, Jen, you remember Mac Flavel, who we had on last summer? Yes. Yeah. Um, love Mac. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of Mac. Co-creator of Dapper Labs, right? Yep. He was a co-creator of Dapper Labs. Now he does like Big Head. He did the mm-hmm. uh, Stoner Cats and. He did Jim Carrey's drop and doing a bunch of different stuff. He was on uh, Overpriced JPEGs with Carly, our friend Carly. And I didn't realize he was actually on her show like three or four times now. Oh, uh, what the heck? A, yeah, I know. <laughs> Wait, but we I have wa- to bring Carly back. I yeah, am. we do. We, we keep do. talking about this. We have to bring her back. Yeah. Anyway. So he he actually, she brought up, they were doing like, they do like Overpriced, Underpriced. She kind of does a thing. And one of the ones she asked him, and this was before it got canceled. She was like Claire at the Louvre. And he was like, I don't know. He's like, Claire's great and all, but that doesn't really make sense for me. Why the Louvre would do that. Like they're supposed to be displaying art. That's like a thousand, you know, like that's going to be relevant for a thousand years. And it was just interesting. I I messaged him today. I was like, you're pretty, uh, your call there kind of hit the mark. Like he didn't get it. And it wasn't, it actually wasn't true. But he talked about a lot of cool stuff. He actually has a project coming called We. What did I? What did he? Was we ones. Again? The We ones. Yeah, We ones. X Y Z. And his plan, like he's what he said was, the future of NFTs is all going to be on apps and the Apple Store. He wants to sell thirty or ten million of them for three dollars each. Like that's his goal. He thinks you want to sell them like super cheap on the Apple Store. Um. I don't know. It was just really interesting listening to his plan for it. And the project looks kind of cool. The wee ones. And they're going to be $3 each. And what chain is it on? Uh, That's a great question. My I mean, slow, is, probably. It it, right? it probably is. It probably is. If that's what yeah. he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. There's no transaction fees on flow yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. it's like credit card friendly and everything. So yeah. it's like the perfect. That was a really good episode of overpriced JPEGs though. I'm a, I love listening Dude. to Mac talk. He keeps it real. He's <laughs> always forward. He's ahead of the curve. He surprised us when things. he came. Yeah. We didn't know what to expect with him. And then we're like, Oh, this is not what we expected at uh-huh. all. But um, yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. He does keep it real. He really yeah, yeah. He keeps it real. Yeah, I'm actually a big fan. I, I like him a lot. Um, another person I like, Wally.swoosh, who we talked about recently, who does really good threads. You familiar with him? Yeah, I like his threads too. I, I call him Whale, but it's Wally. Okay. Oh, I don't know. It's probably Wally. But <laughs> I just assume it's always like Whale, like D-Gen, like yeah. there's always like some sort oh, of- Oh, right, right. But um, I mean, he has be. literally a whale emoji next to his username. So it's oh, probably, so probably whale. whale. <laughs> Michael's Whoops. like, Wale. Like, Wale. Like, it's Wally. He was at the Louvre, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wally, like that movie, you know, that robot Wally. guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, uh, he, he has now, he has now a new show and he's going to do it for like, I think he said like three months. It's every Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern. Who wants to be a millionaire? It was really good. It was like an hour long. He brought people up, but he also did like a Google form and he's going to do it each week. And, you know, he actually works for Azuki now. So I'm a yeah. little bit, I, I love whale, but I'm not a fan of Azuki. So it's kind of like, <laughs> but he's so good. I'm like such, I'm a big fan of this guy, but I got all five right on the thing. So I'm actually in 10th place on the leaderboard. I'm going to keep trying to <gasps> do it every week. 
And he's given out big prizes. I don't know what the major prize will be at the end, but I'm hoping to win like a Azuki. Maybe an Azuki that I can flip. Yeah. (laughs) Immediately. It's funny you say that though. (laughs) It's funny you say that because there's this girl, Elena, who does really good threads on a daily Mm. that also works with Azuki. Really? Um, he's working with Azuki. It yeah. seems like Azuki is picking up on a few people and is sort of building out Azuki through them. Like I'm, I'm I, I hear that. Yeah. And I know that Frank D gods is also trying to like find some creators for, you know, for himself and what they're doing. And then, you know, we saw like NFT now picked up K money. Like, money. It, it, yep. It's interesting to see how people are picking up, um, you know, some creators, I guess, in the space. So I'm curious to see how this will eventually play out. I'm more about like, you know, for me, digital ownership, owner, owning everything myself. Like even when I worked with Rug Radio, um, I did that for a bit, but it was always, and you know, that was great with Rug Radio too, was that it was always about the creator gets to do what they want, mm-hmm. which um, in doing this, for a long time, you sort of realize how eventually when you do work for other people, um, you don't get that say anymore. Right. And I, I actually, I heard like Carly talking about that too, at overpriced JPEGs, she gets like full control of over what she wants, which is great, but you know, not everyone does, but I'm curious to see what Wale is going to do with his millionaire show. Mm, Wale. Eventually, if eventually this goes under like the Azuki umbrella, cause right, you know, right. I'm Yeah. I'm uh I'm I'm I've been watching that closely because I, I noticed that a few projects have picked up on a few people. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. It's kind of smart though. Who wants to be a millionaire? Um, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I'm gonna try and win the whole thing though. Each week I'm gonna <laughs> fill out the form. Keep so us if anybody posted. wants to try and get on there. Yeah, one of our one of the people in our Discord confused DJ was in there with me. He only got four out of the five right though. So I feel like <laughs> you, I'm just, Jenny. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. CJ. Commitment just kidding. for me. I don't know about you, Jenny, but that'd be if I gotta wait three months. It's too much of a commitment. Yeah, I, I gotta I'd be wait. there. I gotta be there every Thursday at eleven a.m. Michael which is loves not a bad his Twitter spaces. He, did you I do love Twitter spaces. So did you fall for? And I'm not gonna say fogs. I feel bad, but did you do that for the daily dose? Like I never picked up a po op, and I remember like I, I have a, I have a handful of po ops. I have a like people were like I got like twenty five po ops. I'm like oh my god. I didn't well, it was hard to get because you had to really listen to every second of the show, and he'd be like, all right, yeah, for two minutes to do it. It's like that was. That's commitment. That was I yeah, applaud. Was I applaud people who who get this stuff. I feel like they they deserve the prize that right. they get. Yeah, you put in the time. Yeah, you're yeah. putting in a lot of time. Yeah, that was one thing that Ryan Carson did. that was actually pretty brilliant. Yeah, but that's just that's the way you got to do it. Yeah, that was pretty brilliant. That <laughs> it move is. To it do is. The apps for the Twitter Spaces. That, yeah, that is. Yeah. It's really right. good. It was really yeah. smart. That was a really good move. I mean, he was the most popular Twitter space. Like he. Everyone was filled up with bots trying to get his po app. <laughs> with people like being outsourced from the Philippines, right? Like, listening like, to the hey, thing can you just yeah? yeah seriously, uh-huh. I, I feel like that's half the space. And then, what do yeah. you do with those po apps now? I guess nothing. No, they're 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 nothing now. Unless wow, someone, the someone else can like can do something if they ever want. Like, hey, everyone that's got po apps, whatever. But they're not. Ryan's and that gone. show, that show was like now given to Zeneca. Yeah, but but Zeneca's, it's there's nothing really daily dose about it. Zeneca has his own show. He's got about a hundred seventy five, two hundred people in the room, so it's not quite the same. It's just 
Zenit. It's the same time frame. Um, okay, okay, because I'm like, I don't yeah. think I see Daily Dose anymore. No, the Daily Dose, they Ryan tried to pass this community on, it just didn't seem like everybody went over. It's so hard. It's yeah. so hard to get a to get a community and then to to stay involved and then to continue. Yeah. yeah. And then you want to switch them over. It's that's that's a lot. And then Wait, they didn't get anything to begin with, like no po yeah. no right. right. It's like right. oh well, yeah. Right. Tough. Yeah, that was that was a tough situation for that crowd. Starbucks dropped their first paid to Starbucks Odyssey, which is crushing it so far. I mean, you look at the numbers, you go on. It's all nifty gateway. You can see it. But they dropped their first paid one on Friday. I guess was it. We were recording when that happened, so that was uh, Thursday, Thursday at three p.m. Thursday at yeah. three p.m. It sold out. They were a hundred dollars each, or credit card only. We were actually talking about it. I didn't buy it just because it was credit card, but probably should have. There, <laughs> it's over a five hundred dollar floor now, and just what they're doing over there. We've said it enough times. Like that's what the future is going to look like with these loyalty programs. And Starbucks is crushing it right now. Like the, the numbers don't lie. I'm uh, I'm curious to see what happens. I'm excited for Starbucks um, yeah. because I think they're doing it in a way where people who already like have the points card and who already like right. signed up with Starbucks, like don't even know right now that they're getting an NFT or they're like part of like this whole journey that we're all talking about. So I'm excited to see that pan out. Um, and I'm actually, I'm actually going to have some of the Starbucks people come on my show and mm. talk to me about it. Cause so I'm in Canada, right. And I don't have access to this stuff right now, which, uh, which kind of sucks. Cause I wish I could at least see it in my phone or like what it is, but it says automatically like, well, it's, it's not available to you. So it sucks for me. Um, but I'm excited to see, and you know, we all know, I mean, at the end of the day, Starbucks did, you know, build out a community that stays true to Starbucks. Like, how many of my girlfriends will only go to Starbucks to get their macchiato? I'm, anti- I'm anti-Starbucks personally. Anti? Yeah. I'm anti. Their drinks are trash. I'll be the first to say. <laughs> Way too much sugar. Just like the ultimate sugar plus fat combination. Not even good for you. And you know what? There's so many better coffee shops. And I lived in Portland for a bit. There's so many better coffee shops out there. You should not be drinking Starbucks. It's also very expensive. <laughs> and their drink sizes don't even make sense. A tall, which is the smallest size. How does that even make sense? So, yeah. That, that's, my, that's my... It's so hot funny. Take, hot, take. <laughs> hot take from Jenny. She's like, no Starbucks, which I totally get. I'm always amazed by the girls who are like, yeah, I'm going to have like a non-fat, low-fat, like one pump, two pump, light vanilla thing, sprinkle. And I'm like... And I just get there and I'm like, what's your just dark rose? Like, <laughs> they have these orders down to a T. They know exactly yeah. what they want. Yeah. Down to the pumps and how much vanilla that girl's got to put in her drink. <laughs> I'm like, I am amazed. But th- back to that, and that's what I mean, Jenny, right? That community, let's call them a community because we're in the NFT space. We call our communities community. So that's Starbucks community has their people drinking that Kool-Aid. So this whole NFT route, the stamps, you know, not calling them NFTs, but digital collectibles, it is just such a seamless transition. I just see it play out so well. Um, I just think they're doing it really, really well. Uh, So I'm just excited to see, but I always go back to like, 
the people who are already consuming it will just do it automatically because it's Starbucks, because they're used to, because they love it. And because they want that new drink, they want that pumpkin latte in October. Like they just want it, Jenny. Okay. As much as you hate it, there's a lot of them. That want it. Oh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> if you like Starbucks, I'm not going to judge you, but, but just I'm know that, to that you're in the wrong. That, but that's why I'm excited to see how it's going to play out. Yeah. Because no, I mean, on the yeah, back end, yeah. on the back end, and I, I think that's why sometimes too, even with my content, I'm like, okay, it doesn't have to be so technical because eventually just like my girlfriends or my other, like just because nobody cares, it's not that they don't care about the NFT. It's that they just want to own it. They're like, okay, how do I go get this? Okay. I buy it with this wallet. Okay, fine. Okay. And now I own it. Okay, fine. And then what do I do with it? Okay. I could go play this game. Okay, great. But until we get to all those yeah. steps, people just don't care. You know, like, and that's the reality. Mm. So with Starbucks, I'm like, okay, they're, they don't get it, but they're already doing it. They're getting the stamps. They're, they're going to get their coffees. Like I hear them even in, in the Twitter spaces, those who have the NFT or whatever it is, the digital collectible, they'll, they'll say it like, Hey, did you go to the Starbucks today? Cause, um, today on star, like at Starbucks, like if you get, like, if you bring your own mug, like you, you don't get their they're plastic. Uh, you get a special like star. I'm, I'm saying anything, but like you get mm. something with your digital collectible. I don't know what, but it's already happening. So can you imagine when like my girlfriends with the double pumps and all that stuff, like when they're going to, they're going to be addicted to it. It's going to be like a game mm-hmm. within Starbucks. That's what it is. And they, they're smart. Cause it'd be like, you have to go twice a week, you know? So like, yeah. I just really, see it play out so well. Yeah. And they have the community that's already in love with them. Totally. Yeah. That was the last thing on our list. This has been awesome. We do have our stats to go over, but this is a really fun episode. I love you, Melina. You you do an awesome job. You bring a lot of energy. Like this is really fun. You're really smart. You're dialed in. Like thank you guys. This was a lot of fun. I'm so happy to have, you know, come on. Jenny, I'm so happy you're back. I'm so happy you're at a better place. Honestly, love you both. Thank you guys so much for having me. What a pleasure. Uh, before I let Jenny take it out, normally we finish up. We've gone a long time, and Jennifer, thank you for letting us go this long. Normally, so she'll, she'll <laughs> yeah, cut I get it all off. antsy. I'm yeah, like, she's like, no, all right. Uh, la- any last questions, Michael? Do you have a last question? Actually, last, I do have one last, last. one last question, one final question. I always give people a chance to shout out um, artists, and in your case, maybe even creators that you think should have a light shined on them. So if you have anybody. I'm putting you on the spot. I know I keep doing that to people. They're looking at me like I'm crazy. It's it's so hard because everyone has like a different name. And it's like, yeah. oh, do you, you know Schmooper Girl? And do you know like Bunchu? Right. And, like, I do Steve. know. Yeah, I do know her and, and her like, husband, Ron. Yep. Right, like NFT Bar, yeah. Steve, yeah. Like, you know, plays into Starbucks or like Coffee yep. with Captain, right? Like Captain or, you know, I have like my Twitter bay, Randall, who like supports me all the time. Or like yeah. Teacher Katie in the V Friends community. Um, like there's just too many people. Like I, I love everybody. Everyone. Oh. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good uh, little group there. We shouted out a bunch of people just now. Yeah. Like, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm love really that. invested in this community. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Steve was just on uh, about a month ago. He's awesome. What a nice Steve guy. is awesome. Steve oh. is the real deal. Steve is the real deal. I call yeah. him Steve the Ape at my house. I'm just like, he's Steve oh, yeah. the Ape. Like, that's, nice, nice. I don't know what NFT Bark is, but he's Steve the Ape. Like, uh-huh. I don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he's the real deal. Really good dude. 
All right. Top 10 NFT collectibles over the last seven days by volume. No surprise. Board Ape is number one. Other Deed is number two. Not gigantic volume, but nice, solid volumes. Something called Coin Lectables on Polygon is number three. And I just tried to look it up. I couldn't really figure out what was going on. Every now and then something we never heard of shows up on here. Um, Mutants is number four. The Mochaverse is number five, which you may have heard of. That's Animoca's project that they just put out. Um, you had to be like an Animoca partner or whatever to get on the whitelist. That one's doing really well. MG Land is another one that's had huge volume. The floor is still in like the point one area, but that's done really well. CryptoPunks, number seven. Gitcoin Presents, number eight. That's the one that Vitalik was a part of. That pumped really hard and then came all the way back, I think. Um, so rare, number nine. We've talked about them a lot. And the sewer pass is number 10. That's your top 10 in volume for the week. Nothing Wait, too the crazy. sewer pass? The gutter, yeah, sewer pass. The gutter yeah. thing? What no, the heck? No, the sewer pass. The Wait, uh, other deed, the, the, uh, oh. the monkey butthole or whatever. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought it was the gutter pack thing. Um... <laughs> Girl in the verse is like laughing like what? <laughs> All right. So yeah, this has been an amazing podcast. Thank you, Girl in the Verse, so much for coming on. This will not be our last time collaborating, by the way. Yeah. I'm sure we'll collaborate again in the future. Um, this has seriously been a super fun episode. And do you have any last minute words? Any, you know, last minute things to say before we wrap this up? This is what I tell everyone who asks me, you know, how do I get in front of a camera? How do I do what, what you do? And what I tell everyone is to just have a day one. Don't expect it to look good. Don't expect it to sound good. Like when Jenny first wrote to me saying like, I want to do videos like you. It's like, I'm so touched, but also do what you want. Add your flavor, do it how you would do it. Say it how you would say it and just do it consistently and do something that you feel like I can do this on a daily, on a weekly, make it fit your schedule, but just have a day one and know it's gonna suck. Just be aware that it's not gonna be your best, but you have to start in order to get better and in order for you to get as good as Jenny from the blockchain and as good as Michael Keane. Yeah. Stop, wow. stop. Okay, have a stop. Wow. Yes, let's go. Michael, look at us. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Well, yes, thank you. That was a great that was a great ending to this. Um, hopefully if you're listening to this, you enjoyed this episode and we will catch you in the next one. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the NFT Catcher Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned something new about the exciting world of NFTs. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you really love what you're hearing, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite platform. If you want to stay up to date with the latest news and insights from the NFT space, be sure to follow us on all the socials at NFT Catcher Pod. You can follow Jennifer at Jennifer underscore pseudo and Michael at NF Ticket. I'm your producer, Andy, and I'm at AJC254. Our theme songs by It's Just Los. We always appreciate your feedback and support, which helps us reach more people and bring you informative and engaging content about NFTs. We look forward to bringing you more great NFT content in future episodes. Thanks for listening. Peace. <laughs>